Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. Repeat after me. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is not the economy, and the economy is not the Dow. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Investing, renting, sending your kid to college? Listen to the Marketplace Money Podcast. Find it on iTunes or at marketplace.org slash podcasts. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. This is the Marketplace Podcast for Tuesday, the 5th of March. Good as always to have you with us, everybody. One could quibble, should one choose, about the close on the Dow today. It's not inflation-adjusted, some will say. It is just 30 companies, after all. So, as economic indicators go, the Dow has its problems. But it is worth a moment, 90 seconds, perhaps, to consider what it does mean to put a 117-year-old market index into some modern-day context. Marketplace's Mark Garrison drew the short straw today. Turn your gaze away from the skyward green arrow on Dow graphics and you see a broader economy that's a rather mixed bag for ordinary Americans. Among the positives, rising home prices. On the negative end, a murky job picture and payroll tax hike. Put it together and you have an economy that's still moving forward, but it certainly isn't booming. And the Dow would leave you feeling as if everything's booming. Mesro Financial Chief Economist Diane Swank points out that much of the corporate profit fueling stock surges is not from strong sales, but budget cutting. We don't want to see profits from cost cutting alone. We want to see profits from improvements in the economy. The stock markets are also up because the Fed has been flooding the economy with cheap money. When share prices go up, there's an idea in economics that people will spend more because they feel richer. That's called the wealth effect, something Wichita State economist William Miles specializes in. There is an impact. There's no question about it. I think it tends to be concentrated on people in the upper income brackets because they're the ones that own the most stock. So a rising Dow could open wealthy wallets a little wider. It's worth noting not all economists think the wealth effect has a major impact. One place where Dow milestones absolutely always have an impact? CNBC. And his start day on Wall Street. Nick Diogen is the network's editor-in-chief. We're always preparing, and obviously the days you prepare for are usually the days it happens. When it does happen, like today, he says, it gets the adrenaline flowing on set. People know that they're playing on a big stage and they want to do the best job possible at moments when there are more people watching. There's a lot the Dow doesn't tell us about the broader economy, but it does put on a good show. In New York, I'm Mark Garrison for Marketplace. Speaking of shows, let's see now. We've got ESPN. We've got the new-ish NBC Sports Network. We've got various and sundry teams that have their own cable channels. There is, in other words, no shortage of athletics on television. Which, of course, means we are going to get more. Rupert Murdoch's News Corp announced today it's going to start up its own offering, Fox Sports 1, it's going to be called. Whether it changes the sports programming landscape remains to be seen. Could well change your cable bill, though, as Marketplace's David Gura reports. News Corporation is in movies, publishing, and, of course, cable news. But it's still not satisfied. Mike McCann teaches sports law at the University of New Hampshire. News Corp looks at sports and says, look, That's a market that we can exploit. Sports is a pretty safe bet. We can TiVo sitcoms. We can watch a whole season of Homeland in one weekend. But the game? Sports economist David Barry says most of us 
want to watch it live. You will sit there, and you will sit there through all the advertisements. A sports network needs sports, and Gabe Feldman, who directs the sports law program at Tulane, says when it comes to broadcast rights, Fox is in pretty good shape, better shape than, say, NBC Sports. Fox already owns expensive rights to broadcast baseball, NASCAR, soccer, and football. And the next time a new TV contract comes up for renewal, Feldman says the bidding war will be even fiercer. ESPN is in the middle of paying $1.9 billion a year for Monday Night Football. They now have another potential competitor there. Cable providers pay more to carry ESPN than any other channel. And if broadcast rights go up, odds are your cable bill will too. Sports economist David Barry says News Corp has ambitious plans. And it recognizes something important. You can't just air games 24-7. People also seem to like, and I don't quite understand this part, they do seem to like the whole sports discussion thing. ESPN's got Sports Center, Fox Sports 1. They'll have one of Notre Dame's biggest fans. It's 1949.